OG Podcast Network presents. Welcome to Fireside. First off, welcome to Fireside. We'll be talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than fireflies. Stay tuned, Mickey's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we choose. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my power, earth too. Hello, hello, hello! Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Mr. Mauer, and with me, as always, are my wonderful sidekicks. First, Mr. P Features. Hello, Internet. And my man child of a friend, Mr. Baby Huey. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? I said, What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Oh, yeah. What is going on? <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know. I'm so confused. Sorry, we got a little into it. Yeah. The, the uh, sound of music took over our souls. It soothes. And uh, listen, I'm happy. You're happy? Why? I'm, we got no menti here. We kicked his ass out of the clubhouse. Come on, man. You're oh, not happy. That listen, I'm the here. captain now. Oh, come on. Shout out to Bueno. Yeah. Because I'm the captain now. But bueno's the captain. Listen, not right now. Who Who's the captain now? I'm the captain now. Bueno? Nope, nope, I'm the captain now. And it's Wednesday, so what does that mean? New news. Say it again. New news. That's right. New news. Features, put your clothes back on. (laughs) We're not having that kind of show. (laughs) No, it's Wednesday. We got some news. We got some fun things to talk about. Um, I'm ready to see Joker again, so I think we're going to sprinkle some Joker stuff in here somewhere just a sprinkle sprinkle just a little bit because i believe it should get its due mm-hmm. um but we got things like disney plus released their first three hours of content nice and crisis meets the titans Ooh, i want to hear about that yeah and is catwoman going our way i was born no no. Sorry, we sing a lot on this we show. Do. Are we ever going to the musical episode? Shh. Oh, yeah. That's a secret. Shh. Let's kick it off in comics like we always do. <laughs> Baby Huey, we got some dark multiverse news, and I think this is right up your alley. You sure? It's, <laughs> it's your favorite <laughs> right, character. Right it alley. is. <laughs> dark. So we are going to get a, uh, as DC always does, crisis with uh, their dark multiverse comics. Yeah, it's we've talked about it before. We've got Tempest, uh, forget about it, Fuganaut, whatever his name is. He watches over the dark multiverse and reveals a new crisis is coming. And we talked about this before, how Nightfall is going to have what would happen if Asriel just stayed Batman. Yeah, the, uh, the stuff they showed for it, I mean, they show you Asriel behind Batman just like putting a fist through his back. Yep, and who is Asriel? Asriel is... Jean-Paul Valley, he was a replacement Batman after a... Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> replacement. I'm He's... sorry. You're right. Substitute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He uh, is one that took over the mantle of the bat. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure it was given to him temporarily. And, and then he took that and made it his own. No, no, he... He had gauntlets. He went crazy. All right. So, yeah, he it, took it over. And Bruce Wayne definitely still made that suit. He just never wore it. That's true. 
Who made the claws? I thought John Paul. John Paul made the claws. Yeah, I thought John Paul was one of the ones making the suit because Bruce Wayne was laid up in a hospital bed dying. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So let's get that straight. And then uh, after that. He wasn't laid up in a hospital dying. He was coming back from Japan. <laughs> <laughs> from but after ninja that, uh, John Paul had a great storyline as Azrael with the uh, the Saint Dumas. Uh, the Order of Saint Dumas. Order of, yeah. Just a great story. I really like it. If you get a chance, read it. But in this story, he never left the mantle of the bat and ran the whole freaking city. Oh, so this is like a what if version? Uh, no, it's 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 canon. Is it? It's in the dark multiverse. It's in the dark multiverse. Oh, okay. All right, all right. So this is like dark earth 74, whatever. Right. Neg- I think they're negative numbers. Negative 74. <laughs> we don't really do research here. We just talk. Um. Yeah, but we saw the art in it, and it looks really, really cool. I can't wait to see what this dark multiverse for this character is going to do. I have a feeling, mm-hmm. and I don't want to call my shot, but I'm going to call my shot. Um, dark Azrael is going to be a breakout star just like Batman Who Laughs. Of course. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to see that. I can see that character coming over and being a good villain or a new hero to spice up Gotham. I don't think he ends up being a new hero, only because, only because Azrael started off hero-like, hero-esque, and then became bad because of his intentions, which he thought were pure, were actually corrupted, and, you know, he ended up doing, going beyond the realms of what Batman should. This is why Bruce Wayne came back to reassume the mantle. The best description for Azrael in Nightfall when he is Batman is, what if Batman had the mindset of Punisher? urge to kill hmm. right? I mean, it really is yeah. so let's move on from there we've got harley quinn news but it's dumb so we're gonna move past it <laughs> <laughs> i could do that because who's the captain now bueno i am yeah uh somehow they turned harley quinn into deadpool, deadpool. she's aware that she's in a comic and she's gonna stop the crises dumb 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 dumb, dumb, dumb. i mean yeah dumb. Yeah, no it's dumb <laughs> can we talk about contagion the zombie fungus in Marvel? Zombie fungus. Yeah. I feel like... It, you would like the fungus. When it comes to zombies, anything's a contagion, so you can't even just say zombie fungus. Well, no, this is all about the fungus. <laughs> fungus Among Us. It's a great Incubus album. Um, <laughs> Ed Bryson, who did X-Force, mm-hmm. is doing a five-issue limited series, and some of New York's biggest street-level heroes are going to be facing an ancient an unstoppable threat, a living fungus with the power to absorb the superpowers and turn our heroes into mindless zombies. So the blob. No, this is based off of reality. What? This is based off of that Amazon rainforest fungus that turns ants into zombies working for it. Oh. So this is a real thing. Wait, what? Mm -hmm. So that fungus takes ants that live in the top, the treetops, the canopy. Yeah. Goes into their body, takes control of their mind, makes them move down to the, the roots of the tree where the fungus can grow better, and then when it's done with them, has them latch onto a leaf until they die of starvation, and then bursts out of their head, and a spore cloud appears to make more zombie ants. That's crazy. Now, imagine that theory in comic books. So there's a fungus coming. It's in the subways. It comes from... What's uh, Iron Fist's... How do you say it? Kunlun. Kunlun. It comes from Kunlun. It's taken over three-quarters of the Fantastic Four. Can you pick which one didn't get infected by a fungus? Johnny Storm. Johnny. No. Visible woman. No. Oh, yeah, thing. The rock one. 
What? <laughs> thing. You can't get inside the thing's skin because he's rock. He has a mouth. He's he, co- never mind. he covered it. <laughs> um, but it gets there and it creates a creature called Urchin. Um, it's covered with boils and exists only to infect others. In the second issue, you've got Luke Cage and Doc, uh, Iron Fist calls Luke Cage and Dr. Storm. They tell the Avengers to Strange. stay. See, Dr. Storm? Uh, Dr. Storm. Dr. Strange. <laughs> they tell the Avengers to stay at the North Pole to let it pass because they don't want this fungus to have the, the mind of. these heroes. Well, they don't want it to have the mind of Tony Stark and like the power of Thor. Because when it takes over, it takes their powers. Oh, okay. That so makes sense. It sounds really, really cool. And the writer is a huge horror fan. Hmm. So he's like, this is taking all of my years of watching zombie movies and horror movies and I'm putting it into a book he's like what better way to have it yeah of course when you have like Thor lightning you know there's a chance but he makes it where even they seem weak and feeble against this right so he's going to keep them out of it and focus on the street level heroes Mm. and have that kind of claustrophobic body snatcher type horror feel to this book this could also raise the uh the outlook for the some of those street level heroes too. Yeah, so who knows? I see Moon Knight make an appearance. Yeah, that, I was you, you read <laughs> my be mind. A lot, a lot more uh, street level heroes. So yeah, definitely. Sidebar: I, I I saw this article about zombie deers. I don't know if you guys heard about that. Like it's a real thing. Is it the same fungus? No, it's. Is there fungus know. among us? It's just zombie deers. Zombie deers. <laughs> zombie deers. <laughs> Only here in Pennsylvania we got zombie deers. Oh dear. Jesus. Don't eat the venison. <laughs> We're gonna That's we, not no. Yeah, yeah, that, that was bad enough to yeah. get you. Oh dear. No, no, you get it. And, and a, a one, one and, and a two. two. Earth two That's where we know how you get there, but it's still freaking weird. Point A to point B. You got, you got that little, little horse there now, aren't no, you? No, I'm good. I'm good. I got this. <laughs> know what I don't got? What's that? Jonathan Hickman writing X-Men books. He's losing me. He's losing me a lot. <sighs> so yeah. first empowers a 10. He shows that, hey, guess what? The reason why your future is all the same because um, you're not the future of evolution. The future of evolution is machine. So the reason why... The mutants are always being hunted is because machine hybrids are always going to be the next evolutional step. And mutants are just a side note. Skynet, duh. <laughs> so like Terminated. the X-Men figure out that no, in every reality, their end is bad. Wow. In every timeline, it's bad. Hey, at least they're consistent. <laughs> um, Damn. And then he's putting out a book about Moira, which I don't care about. Moira? Moira? Yeah. Moira. Um, he's, he's sucking up, but he's what? got a chance. He's sucking it up. Okay. But he's got a chance to win us back. Okay. Because his idea of the next series he's doing sounds really cool. It's all about uh, resurrection and heroes coming back. So I'll read you his quote. Once I get the timer out of the way. Not gonna lie to you. He lost me when he had Apocalypse fight Nimrod, and Nimrod pretty much decimated One. Apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, I don't... And As this, he tur- didn't he turn Mr. Sinister into a very flamboyant... Yeah. 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 Which is not far-fetched, but... It's just weird. It's, yeah. He made him care about his cape too much. Yeah. Yeah, it was a little weird. Like, you can make him flamboyant and, like, but <laughs> a little extra, 
Yeah. But he had like a whole thing about somebody's cape. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But anyway, um, he was talking about resurrection. He's like, but if that's the case, then what about duplicate copies? Which one gets the soul? I don't know. That sounds like a story to me, but that's also why they're not allowing copies of characters on Krakoa. But if there's a mistake and you think someone's dead, but make a copy anyway, well, again, that sounds like a story. And we have even built a series around resurrection and problems coming out next year. So, I mean, it's explaining, because they showed you how all the dead heroes came back, yep. Wolverine and Gene and all them. I don't know. It's just, to me, they've already explained it. They've already explained that it comes back, but they haven't talked about, like, are you really you when you come back? Um, like, who's seen The Illusionist? Um, years ago when it came out. So with Ed Norton and Hugh Jackman. I think I've all right, seen Spoiler it. alert for one of the best movies of all time. And it had a really cool twist. Um, they built a real machine. It was supposed to be the teleported man. Oh, you're talking about the, not the illusionist. Oh, the prestige. Yeah. Sorry, they came out at the same time. <laughs> illusionist was. The prestige was awesome. Though. That was a good movie. Yeah, illusion. Which one was Ed Norton? That Ed Norton was the illusionist. illusionist. Yeah. Prestige was Hugh Jackman and, and um, Batman. Batman, Christian Bale. That's <laughs> it. I can't. Look, I can't. And it's messed up. I know who he is. I know his name. I just get every but, time I, I see Batman. In <laughs> that, they weren't really teleporting him. Yeah, they were making a duplicate. Yeah, and the the twist at the end is he had all of these drowned copies of himself, but it made you think like, was he the transported man, or, or was, was he, he the, the drowned one? True. Like yeah. so. It's a really cool thing to think about when you're talking about clones and bringing people back to life. Yeah. Like, what makes you, you? And I think that would make a good X-Men story. That it would. So it, Hickman might be able to get me to like something he's written. But the problem, I think the only problem with that is you could really go down a rabbit hole with that with no way out. Agreed. You can definitely put yourself into the corner. Because if you remember, at, at the end of the Prestige, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, but if you haven't, too bad, because that movie's super old at this point. Um, super dope, though. Yes. At the end of The Prestige, uh, Hugh Jackman's character, who was doing, who had the machine, the Tesla machine, they, uh, Christian Bale's character shoots him. He kills him. Well, the, he killed him because he ruined his life and had his, bro his twin brother killed. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Then, you, know, the, you know, yeah, killing his twin brother. That was a big you know, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, my brother. Oh, my brother. <laughs> Moving on. You killed my brother. It was a good trick, though. Um, I love that movie. It's one of the few, few movies that got the dedication it takes to do magic. Yeah. Right? Um, and one of the things in it is them showing that the illusion most of the time is what you don't think the illusion is mm -hmm. to make the trick look real. I want to talk about. So now I want to talk about the. Because that was a good trick and nobody didn't know. The old man? No, not... Oh, the old man was brilliant. That was so brilliant. We can talk about that. <laughs> we got some things in the works, so we might talk movies more frequently. Um, Baby Huey. Three hours of content for Disney Plus already? Yes. Before it was released? Yes. Dude, how was it? I watched 30 seconds of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was it? Was it... Yeah, man. Sorry. So D Disney Plus released a, a video that was three hours long. And it's basically just teasing everything that's coming out. Wait, wait. So it's a three-hour trailer? Pretty the much. three-hour teaser. The three-hour tour, if the you will. three-hour tour. Gilligan and the <laughs> Skipper, too. 
I forget the rest. <laughs> and his wife, the movie star, <laughs> Professor and Marianne, yeah. here on Gilligan's Isle. Can I leave now? No. No. <laughs> this is what happens when you leave me in charge. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a... It's a it's a three-hour teaser trailer. That's bullshit. I'm going to say that. tour again. <laughs> that is the cheap... Like, give us little mini pieces of content if you're going to tease us. I hopefully it'll break this video down. <sighs> the only time a three-hour teaser was good mm-hmm. was when DC was talking Rebirth. <laughs> I was thinking something completely different, but okay. <laughs> 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 we have different minds of teasers alright um, before we talk about the crisis of infinite earths and all that news let's talk the new Arrowverse seasons so far eh well eh, eh. but I have hope yes so let's start with Flash eh last season to me ended with a fizzle the the show itself was kind of meh. Then in with a spark. <laughs> they did some really cool things, but first off, I couldn't stop seeing Excess. Who? Uh, their daughter Excess. No. Oh. As uh, the character she played on Black Sails. I never watched Black Sails. Like, yeah. So she's oh. a pirate. A pirate brothel. <laughs> Like she's a madam in it. Uh, so she she's a a lesbian pirate madam. Wow. Wow. He's he's keeps adding words to this. Yeah. So I, I just couldn't unsee every time I saw that. As a as a wholesome daughter. Yeah, like I just I, I didn't believe it. Um I have to say Wells, the the season finale Orson. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> the season finale was good. You're not keeping one on that one? No, he doesn't deserve it. Um, the season finale with him was good and what he did. Mm. And the fact that he was like, you have to, you have to let me well, go. Him, him, as, him as reverse flash is always good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the tie to the dagger and all like that part was good. That story. And they did a better job this, that season of one kind of overarching villain the whole time. Mm-hmm. So I'll give them that. But then we start up this season. First off, he's in the stupid costume still. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, Cisco will do something cool and be like, we got a new costume for you, bro. Yeah, this was the worst new costume reveal. No, and spoiler. So he gets the new costume that looks super dope. Mm-hmm. The reason why they need it is they have to put this wire from his dead future daughter's gauntlet into I'm it sorry she's, what she's not dead she's like erased from existence yeah that's, that's, that's she's that's pretty much dead <laughs> so <laughs> has to take you know a, a conduit wire that might be a foot and a foot and a half long and and put it into a suit so that he can dive into a black hole yeah we have to put a wire into your suit right that's what gets him the entire redesigned suit cisco's like oh i'll put this wire in a suit we'll, we'll be good to go Next thing you know, <laughs> brand new suit. Brand new suit. Every aspect's changed. Cisco. Just so he could dive into a black hole? Cisco, wait, hold on. You either had that suit in the back, ready to go, or you can make a suit in like three minutes. Right? Cisco can make a suit in like three minutes. He's what, vibe. What they should have done He's was- He's not vibe anymore. What? So, and that's what I think they were- Do you even like he CW? Uh, that's where I think, remember they said Cisco, or sorry, they said vibe was dying? Yeah. 
Well, I mean, we did that the episode The Death of Vibe already. Yeah. So. so, Vibe, you know, we now have Cisco. He's staying, and he even said he's staying with the show. Right. So we don't have to worry about get, our favorite character. Yeah, I guess when all the rumors started that he was leaving. But, but, but like, what they should have done was have him go into the black hole. The black hole messed up the suit as... It always happens in the in the opener. And then give them the new one. And after. then give them the new one, right. It would have been the same thing. They wouldn't have to done any more money. Right. And the, matter of fact, they wouldn't have to make a new CGI for that episode because they could use the old CGI to go into the... I, I, it was infuriating. That's how <laughs> annoying it was. It was yeah, of, of all the ways he got in a new suit, this was the worst one yet. Um, At least last season was great where he went... He had to go through all of his suits and they're like, I'm out of suits. And she's like, oh, I got this flash ring. Right, and then we get to see that worked. All, we got to see all the different rings, so all the different flash suits. Mm-hmm. Like, there was lots of ways to get the suits. <sighs> Has he figured out how he can use the speed force to change the suit yet? Not yet. No, that'd be awesome. Um, but you know, we got the negative speed force, and there's lots of things. So then, uh, the monitor comes and tells him he's gonna die. Yep, and it's gonna happen this year. <laughs> Which I did like that aspect that they made like the time go to. The date is the actual date the episode's airing. Yes. All right. So let's talk about Crisis. And I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about first, and that's Lucifer appearing on it. Okay. Possibly. Uh, possibly. Lucifer Morningstar. Yes. That was the worst Lucifer accent I've ever heard, but we'll continue. Um, supposedly, he has a scene with Flash and a few other main characters and an actual scene in it, not just like a, cameo. a, a cameo. brief cameo. Which I think Titans might be. We're hinting at the other news. I like that. Um, which is good because any th- any scene that man is in as Lucifer, gold is gold. He is super charismatic as Lucifer. the The character really draws you in. It does. I've witnessed it. Oh, I just I just thought my head because we got um, Constantine. Constantine. Yeah. So supposedly Constantine and a few other people are in the scene with him. So maybe Constantine. Them two. Will... Them two meeting. Yes. And then later getting Constantine on. Uh-huh. Oh. Okay, I just got goosebumps. Yeah. Constantine, <laughs> Constantine showing up on the last season of Lucifer would be awesome. Yes. And then maybe a loose, uh, Constantine show comes out of it. Yes. So You've been lobbying that for that for years now. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, but we also have uh, Pariah making the debut in a set photo. And who is Pariah? Isn't he, he's basically the person that started the crisis in the comics. Yes, kind of. So he basically released the anti-monitor that started destroying everything. Yeah, the anti-monitor used a pariah experiment as a tool to free himself from a prison made by his brother, the monitor. The monitor snatched pariah away from his world just before the anti-monitor destroyed it, and the destruction of pariah's world gave the anti-monitor enough power to begin his quest to annihilate the multiverse. And uh, Tom Cavanaugh was playing uh, pariah. So, which I'm assuming is, we haven't met this year's Wells. Wells. I'm assuming we're not getting Wells. We're getting Pariah. All right. (laughs) Features. (sighs) I can look past it once. I can look at it. Maybe twice. (laughs) Three, four. Now you're getting to the, it's not going to be Earth 2. It's going to be, I'm going to smack you. (laughs) So, let's talk about all the uh, cameos that we have confirmations of. We saw what Dick Grayson looks like. Mm Mm-hmm. We saw that the actor that played Burt Ward, Bert. Mm-hmm. he's walking his dog in a costume, like a sweater vest that's the Robin colors. That's a big vest. <laughs> he's an old dude. Um, we saw that Michael Keaton's appearing in the crisis. In the uh, newspaper article. Yep, and he's marrying Catwoman. Um, and we've got 
Titans rumored mm-hmm. to be at making a cameo on it. Now, that could explain, from what I'm hearing, Titans this season has taken a tone change. Yeah, so as Menti and I were telling you earlier, uh, this season, episode one started out in the same darkness as season one, and then, like Menti said, like episode two was a light switch went on. Now, it's still keeping the same overall tone. It's just that things have physically gotten brighter in the show. So I guess new showrunners and stuff like that, they've changed up the lighting that they've been using. And honestly, I wasn't a fan of the first season. The pacing to me was off. It was like good episode, bad episode, good episode, bad episode. The darkness, and to me, it still always felt off. It felt like an online show, which I know it is, but <laughs> it literally there's a is. difference between like an online show and like a streaming service putting out a show. Mm-hmm. Like you don't consider Netflix shows like that in the sun. Yeah. Stop. Why did you say that? I knew you were going to say that. Trash and entertaining, but it's like a self-made like in, when we give them credit, they do great work for what they do. Mm-hmm. However, like we need better shows from DC. I will say this Titans so far this year, they have made Robin a dick. Like I know you, you had shared us on Facebook about the, uh, <laughs> they're, they're putting up a poll. Should we kill Robin again? And here's what I don't like about that. They didn't even care about the poll. <laughs> they weren't going to kill him no matter what. If you make it, I mean, I, I, I voted for kill. Everybody. Did. Well, no, no, it wasn't. It actually, was 50, 50. No, when I voted, uh, kill side was like 48 and they had like 52 Look, or something like that. We still have half a season left. Alive. Oh, that wasn't just for that episode. I don't, I don't think it was just for the episode. I thought it was for that episode where Superboy saves him. Yeah, the end. I don't think so. All right, then let's vote and kill this SOB. I mean, <laughs> I mean it's kind of hard to put out a uh, poll to kill a guy, which you've already filmed this season. I have a feeling it was just a, it was a spoof, a spoof, but I do think they are going to lead to, the, to him eventually dying. That'd be cool. Crowbar to. to the head, and he's dead. Ashes to the spine. All right. Come on now. Make, make it quick and easy. All right. So let's move on from there. Um, Batwoman. What'd you think? So the second episode was better, but that's not saying much. Here's what I'm going to say about the show. I'm going to be real honest. Okay. You? It, no. It, it has potential of being entertaining. It does have the potential of taking Arrow's spot as a grounded kind of darker show. Mm -hmm. It does. It has lots of problems. The biggest problem of it, though, is not what we thought it was going to be. The biggest problem is Ruby Rose can't act to save her life, and her choreography is worse than Iron Fist. Wow. I don't have a biggest problem with her. With the acting, Rose can act. No, I've seen her in some action flicks where she just played a snarky version of herself. And she was eye candy and snarky, and it was fun. But now that she actually has to have a weight of a show on her shoulders, it's not good. Well, she also had that accident, too. So they probably can't do a whole lot for the action sequences right now. No, this is... This is before the accident. Well, no, she had an accident early on, too. She had two accidents on the set. But even that, it's just... It's bad. Oh. Like, it's not I'm, you know, covering for an injury because there's stunt doubles for that. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just bad. Like, her... now, I, I will say her her talking with her, her father, the, di- the non, uh, dynamic between them two, I'd like. Didn't, 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 didn't. Did 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 yep, <laughs> got it. That's all, folks. Um, I do like that. The her getting kicked out of military school for being gay and her lover staying was a kind of heavy-handed, like, hey, look at this. Wait, 
what? Yeah, it's, it's a, here's the here's the winning points of it. The guy that plays her dad is phenomenal. The woman that plays Alice, good, super super creepy, and, and pulls that off well. The way they are talking about Batman splitting Gotham is really well done. Where he's been gone for three years, and people are having hope that he'll come back, and they're going to have a ceremony to finally turn off the bat signal, and you have people like protesting, don't turn it off, it's a signal of hope, and people going, we don't need Batman. And then you have them crimes overtaking it, and you see this little kid watching a movie trying to make something, and he sees Batwoman, but she's in a Batman costume, and they go, Ooh, Batman's back. And like that feeling, which maybe who you said goes into the second episode, they could play into that and be real heavy with it for when Batman does come back, which we know he will appear in this show at some point. Well, do we? Yeah, he's got yeah, to. Yeah, he's got to. Now that the gloves are off and they're allowed to have that kind of stuff happen, I mean, we've seen glimpses of him and flashes of it. We, we're going to get a Batman I on mean, the show. I mean, they put Superman and Supergirl, so. We'll see. Um, um, but they could play into this. But what, what I do like, though, uh, Luke Fox, which is Lu- Lucius's uh, son, he's, he's har- harping on her like, yes, people are thinking you're Batman. You're not. That's why, we, that's why they're going to now, in this third episode, they're going to change the costume and give her the hair so people know it's Batwoman. Because she, she's giving false hope. My problem with Luke Fox is Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, Terrific. Yeah, I, I thought the exact same thing. He looks it. He's, he's going to turn out. I guarantee he's going to be another. Well, he's Batwing. Oh, he is, isn't he? Yeah, yes. he's Batwing. Yeah, but he's played just like Mr. Terrific. He oh, is. Yeah. I, yeah, when he talks and his mannerisms, it's, it's the same actor that plays uh, Mr. Terrific on uh, yeah, Arrow. It's, it's, they could date. It's that. <laughs> All right. Well, Mr. Terrific is gay. So. <laughs> All right, let's talk about movies. Hasbro, Snake Eyes film, cast their Scarlet. Uh, yeah, they have uh, some, what's her name? Samara Weaving? Who the hell is Scarlet? Is it? Scarlet, that's that's second in command, basically. Yeah. Okay. Not Lady J. That's who I was thinking of. And Baroness. Yeah. yeah. Baroness. And they they, they 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 cast Baroness as well. Scarlet had the uh she threw the, the through the poles, right? The little javelins. Uh, sure. Maybe I don't know. So is Samira weaving in anything that we would know? Uh, so she was in the thriller uh, Ready or Not. Uh, she's also been in. Uh, well, she will be in the upcoming Bill and Ted movie. Excellent. <laughs> Party on. That's Wayne's World, but... I know. Yeah. Same, same thing. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, Birds of Prey star Ewan McGregor is talking about Birds of Prey Harley in the emancipation of one Harley Quinn or whatever it is. Right. <laughs> Bop HQ, which is what they've been advertising it as, and that's cool. What? They're, it, they're it, it, it works. They're calling it Bop HQ. Oh, okay. All right. So what's Ewan McGregor saying? Um, he's pretty much praising the film for having a, a very great feminist edge to it. Uh, he's saying that it's going to give a real look uh, to mis- love a real look at misogyny and how uh, it's how it's actually dealt with and displayed in our culture. And he says uh, the, the film actually deals with that a lot being how the, the cast, the main protagonists are all women. So and, yeah. So as three dudes, we really can't talk about this much without coming off like douches. <laughs> I'm going to say one thing. though. <laughs> <laughs> can't talk about it, but we can't say too much. I said it said we couldn't talk <laughs> when movies try to do this. Mm-hmm. If they don't do it in the right way, in a way that is going to help better people rather than shun people that are bad. 
Right. I don't feel that you're they're getting the same thing. Just to be like, haha, you guys all suck. This is how you should like feminism awesome is not gonna help people bridge that gap. And that was the problem that Ghostbusters ran into. Mm. Ghostbusters was that scolding, we can do this, we don't need you feminist propaganda that they were trying to build for that. Okay. I'm hoping, and from what uh Ewan's saying, this seems like it's more of a nurturing, let's let's make everybody better by doing this. Yeah, but I'm who's who's the director? Is it a woman or is it a man? I have no idea. I, th- I think that might play a uh, a big part of it. Let's too. see. I'm I'm I love Ewan McGregor. I'm just scared about his portrayal of Black Mask. I'm not gonna lie. Why? It's Ewan McGregor. Yeah, but this is not Black Mask. It's Ewan McGregor. Yeah, we'll see. All right. So we saw the Suicide Squad and the new team in costume. Mm-hmm. There was a guy in yellow and blue that kind of looked like a knockoff sentry. Uh, getting back to what Feature said, uh, yeah. uh, Kathy Yan is the director. Okay. What has she directed? Anything worthwhile? She has directed nothing. All right. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's hope this she does this good. This stretch. Um, but we saw Nathan Fillion. Okay. And we got a theory. What's that? He's playing Arm Fall Off Boy. Yes. <laughs> who we've talked about on this show probably more than any other comic podcast in the world. Nathan Fillion's a fan, confirmed. <laughs> um, he's got a, a corny looking costume with his arms exposed. His helmet looks very much like Arm, Arm Fall, Fall Off, Off Boy's Boy. uh, costume. Behold my power as I remove my limb and turn it into a, a mighty weapon. So, yeah, it's... We'll see what happens with all of this, but my theory is we're going to get a lot of these characters in the very beginning of the movie that just die right away. Mm. You're going to have a montage scene of them trying to find the next Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. they and they're going to send them out on these missions. It's going to be like, dead, 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 dead. Yep. Run away, head pop, dead, 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 dead. So Completely agree. All right. Catwoman. Is she going to go our way? What do you think? I think so. All right. What's the news features? Zoe Kravitz. Who? Zoe Kravitz. <laughs> Daughter of Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> is casted to play Catwoman. She was what in first class? What character? What first class? X-Men first class? <laughs> the only first class. I don't remember that movie. She had wings. That... Oh, yeah, I don't remember that movie. She was good in it. Um, she was good in Dope, too. She's tiny. She's not tiny. She is tiny. She's, she's, tiny. she's real tiny. I, so when I picture Catwoman, you know, I'm honestly, and I'm going to say this, I'm not a Michelle Pfeiffer fan. Mm-hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer was definitely tiny. She's tiny. Uh, Anne Hathaway, I liked. Surprisingly enough, I did like Anne Hathaway. Not tiny. Uh, I'm a Julie Newmar. Okay. Die hard. Like, that's, that's my, cam- my Catwoman. I always liked Eartha Kitt. But Eartha, Quit- Eartha Kitt is a good tie for second. Mm-hmm. And it flip-flops. Sometimes it's Julie Newmar, mm-hmm. and then Eartha Kitt and Anne. Sometimes it's Anne, <laughs> and then Julie Newmar and Eartha Kitt tied. He's getting, you, he's getting so, cross-eyed while talking about this So people. you didn't like uh, uh, the third one on the original series? Michelle Pfeiffer. No, I didn't like Michelle Pfeiffer at all because she wasn't Catwoman. What do you mean she wasn't Catwoman? Did she steal anything? Did she Was she Cat Burglar at all? She stole the show. Oh, wow. yeah, I just 
if it wasn't for her being hot and in that costume, right, she could have been called Madam Cat Cat Lady. <laughs> Madam like, Cat Lady. Uh, but anyway, Zoe Kravitz has been cast in the Batman. Zoe is five two. Uh, they, they, Robert Pattinson so, isn't tall either. So. Yeah, he's, <laughs> this, this is fair. <laughs> She's going to look real tall next to him. <laughs> She's going to put on heels and Batman's going to somehow be a midget. <laughs> All right. I want to talk about two quick things because we are already over on time. The what else is new? <laughs> Shang-Chi director hired the Matrix's cinematographers for a grounded, heightened look for it. I'm already sold. I'm, I'm sold on that. I'm sold. Yeah, Shang-Chi, which we've said... Back before Iron Fist came out, we're like, listen, you wanted an Asian Iron Fist? It's Shang-Chi. Yep. It's going to come out. It's going to be super dope for this reason, this reason only. They have to make it better than Iron Fist. It will be. That's not hard. Hold on, wait. And I have a (laughs) feeling that part of the reason why Iron Fist was never really taken too seriously was because this was always coming down the, the line as a movie. And we know Marvel cared more about their movies than anything else. Of course. All right. Um, yeah. The, it's funny how all of the people that helped support the Matrix are going off and doing great things. Right. And the Wachowskis haven't put out a single good thing since. Mm-hmm. Sense8, I think, was terrible. I know a lot of people loved it. It was all right. It was just bad. So. Um, and last thing, Bloodshot's trailer starring Vin, the man Diesel. You mean Groot? I am Groot. <laughs> I am Bloodshot. <laughs> um, we'll, we, I like when they do this. We're going to debut that trailer with uh, Terminator's Dark Fate on November 1st. Sweet. Nice. That's actually a good idea. Like when you, I like when they're like, at, go see this movie and you'll see the trailer for that. Yeah. Um, we also got to recently see at New York Comic Con the Todd McFarlane hyper-articulated toy of Bloodshot, and it looks like Vin Diesel. He's got all kinds of new technology in these toys. like. It's ridiculous on how articulated they can get, mm-hmm. but he still makes it look good. He created like new joints and all for action figures specifically for his toy lines. Wowzers. He's getting bigger and bigger with his toy lines as of the last couple of years. Which is funny, and you'll you can hear more about this. Twing Rounds got some new stuff dropping soon. McFarlane was known for his toys originally mm-hmm. having like one point of articulation. The head might turn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so now him being a leading innovator for it. Um, and him choosing Bloodshot as one of his toys to debut is really cool. Like, he actually had a big debut for that toy. I mean, he's got to step it up because he's got the Fortnite toys. He's got the upcoming DC Boys toys now. So, And his Fortnite toys are doing really well. They are. But on that note, features Yo. do that thing. You can find us at Welcome to Fireside on all social media platforms. You're just going to ignore Shatner? What? You're just going to ignore his Shatner? No, it was a good Shatner. There's something on the wing. Features, continue with what you were saying. I can't do it, Captain. I do have the power. You can find us Welcome to Fireside pretty much everywhere. That's social media, our website, except on Twitter where we're Fireside Crew. He's dead, Jim. As always, <laughs> I'm the captain now, and I'm Mr. Mauer. I'm Features. I'm Baby Huey. And I'm Groot. We caught him playing <laughs> on his phone. <laughs> I was researching. Rights. Um, check us out this upcoming Saturday so you can hear an amazing interview 
with Garrett Gunn. Ooh. Talking about his new cartoon coming out. Stan Lee's Garrett Gunn? Stan Lee's Garrett Gunn. He also, in the middle of the interview, dropped some other exclusive news. Boom. That you, nobody else knows yet. You dropped something too, didn't you? Hmm. I might have. A bomb. A, a bomb? Yeah. I dropped a bomb all right. <laughs> and not what features does on my bastard memory. <laughs> <laughs> Excelsior. Excelsior. <laughs> <laughs>